Yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101. This is Matthew Aaron, and this is another commentary rant of the week. Um, crazy week. I think, <laughs> I think every time I start doing a commentary rant, I start out with, it's been a crazy week. Well, you know what? Every week in crypto is crazy. Crazy. Last week, we're, we have uh, Litecoin and ETH going to all-time, almost all-time high for ETH and all-time highs for Litecoin. Just They just exploded. 92, I think they topped out at, and now they're sitting at like 65, 67 today. Um, Bitcoin brushed up on 5,000. 5,000. I remember getting into Bitcoin last year, and it went from, you know, being down under a thousand, it hit a thousand. We bought in at eleven hundred. We bought in at eleven hundred, and it hit two thousand finally. And you're like, man, we're at the moon. Is this? Can we go? Can we even launch from the moon? I don't even know if we can go further than, further than the moon. And then it went to three thousand, and then it went to four thousand, and now we're at five thousand. I'm wondering if we're on our way to Proxima Centauri. What's after Proxima? Are we going to to Vega? Is this is this gonna be like contact? Bitcoin is going to be at Vegas sending us blueprints of spaceships on how to get there. I mean, what what's next? This, it's just, it was a crazy week. And to end that crazy week, to end that crazy week, we had China say ICOs are illegal and they just dropped the market like a mic. Like Obama dropped the mic at his White House, White House Correspondents Dinner, just dropped it. That, that was the market. I have so much mixed feelings and so much FOMO and FUD and and FOFU. FOFU is something I'm going to term. It's it's my thing. FOFU. F-O-F-U. Fear of fucking up. FOFU. I have FOFU <laughs> from buying and selling some things that I sell, but I'm going to get into that. And look, th- this is why we're doing the podcast. We're, we're all average people uh, making decisions of how to do this, how to play this market. And we're all not professional traders. I'm not a professional trader. I am not uh, somebody that has made millions of dollars in the market. I have made thousands, and I'm happy about that, but it's not millions. And you know what? I'm down thousands in other coins as well. But so far, you know, I'm, I'm above my break even. I'm, I'm above what I put into it. So I, I just want to put that in perspective that, you know, I, I am, I'm not a guy that made millions. I'm going to tell you how to get rich or anything. And I've made mistakes. And... I'm here to let you guys know about that. Let me share the mistakes I've made and the things that I've done this week in my trading and hopefully that you guys could either say, you know what, I did the same thing or man, you're stupid, (laughs) but it's cool. It's cool. We're all here to, you know, help each other. And this is why it's Crypto 101. I think the first thing is like I want to talk about this week is China's regulation. China's regulation is like we all saw it coming. We all saw it coming. My last rant was Blockchain Manifesto Part 1. And Blockchain Manifesto Part 1 was a cry, a call, a plead to the powers that be, the, the, the commanders of black, blockchain, the, the Jesse Powell, the um, Vitalik, the Charlies, to say, guys, we got to regulate this market ourselves or it's going to start getting regulated by these countries. And I really don't, want this to happen china is going to do it they're talking south korea is going to do it it's only a matter of time since we have a hundred and how many countries are there 194 200 i don't even know anymore 
But there's, you know, let's just call it 200 countries, 200 different laws, 200 different ways to do an ICO, 200 different benefits to, to doing an ICO in those countries. When what we could have is just a overall governing body for blockchain so people aren't getting screwed. And people are getting screwed. People have been getting screwed. These ICOs are, all, are frauds. How many times have you had a friend? You know, you're, in, you're, you're, you're trading Bitcoin. You're in the market. You're having fun. And you see some coin come out called like, I don't know. I don't know. Boobs and beer coin. And you're just like, hey, oh, wow, there's a boobs and beer coin now. What the hell is that? Do you think that really is going to be a thing? I mean, maybe they rebrand in the future and they go, hey, boobs and beer coin is now going to be prism. And, and we're going to, you know, attack strip clubs and bars and this is going to be the coin for them and I don't know why you have a that's another story anyway I mean after you have that conversation about boobs and beer coin how many of your friends were just like yeah let's just start an ICO and you're just sitting there like how easy is it just to come up with the idea let's start an ICO so we can you know make money or we can do something and who cares if we don't because whatever you know know, who who, nobody can find us nobody knows who it is you know things like that and people are going to give us the money. So, I mean, regulation was inevitable. But I wish it just happens a different way. I hope it still it still could happen a different way. China is always its own thing. China is always its own thing. And China is... Look, I've lived in China for 12 years. I moved there in 2004. And I moved out uh, last year. And in that 12 years, I've seen China do amazing things and it's through their regulations it's through their policies and some of those policies are really questionable like blocking google i was there when you could use google i was there when you can use facebook and myspace and you know and all these other messenger systems and and and, and until they said you know what no more google no more myspace no more um facebook and they shut them all down and that was a very very controversial policy but it gave rise to a lot of businesses inside of china if they didn't do that there wouldn't be the myspace or the facebook of china right now some of these companies like wechat and the chinese twitter would have never got off the ground because we would be all using twitter we'd all be using facebook and i think that it was even though it was controversial they did something amazing for their economy they know that they have 1.3 1.4 billion people there why, why do they even care about using the United States' uh, platforms? The United States has 350 million people when they can, you know, just make their own and it could be as big as whatever is being used in the world right now. They have lifted, you know, a huge portion, I mean, more, more than the population of the United States altogether, out of poverty. You know, it was less than $2 a day people were living on back in the 70s. And today... Like the whole population of the United States is just lifted out of that through through their controversial decisions that they made. Look, their environment sucks. Man, I wish they had clean air over there. Man, I wish they had clean water. But they had to sacrifice some things to get where they are now. And if you hear, listen to like Elon Musk and uh, other people that are are you know kind of are de- defending China and their policies right now about how they're going to go green and clean up their environment, they have the strictest environmental policies. And the most ambitious um, green technology funding and support out of any country in the world right now, and they they are leading the way in a green or a greener future. 
So with that, you know, this cryptocurrency and this um, ICO regulation is a good thing for the people. It's a good thing for them. It's a good thing for all of us because there's going to be a shit ton of frauds out there. And they're gonna, and and they're gonna all try to you know steal your money. And China just made it said no, this is enough. We're not doing this. We're not allowing this to happen. But with that said, they they killed the neo market right now because neo was just about to launch has two ICOs, one on September first, which did nothing for their market cap in the value, and one on the tenth, which let's see if it's gonna still go on and what's gonna happen with that. But as you saw yesterday, I'm actually recording this on the 6th. Uh, the 5th was when everything happened with Neo, And as you saw with Neo, everything just dropped out of nowhere. Now, some people are sitting there like, I, I, I bought at, say, okay, I'm going to tell you my personal story. Because I bought Neo when it was still and shares. I was looking at it, like I, I think I've said this before, at 60 cents. But I wasn't comfortable and I wasn't confident buying a coin with a cartoon ant on it thinking that they're going to have some kind of future. Fine, it's fun. It's Dogecoin. Uh, it's going to go to a buck maybe, and it's going to fall off the face of the earth. But what happened was they were smart. They had a plan, and they rebranded, and I bought it right before the rebranding at around 7 bucks. And then I bought more throughout time. I bought it at, I think, 12 and 20 and 40 even and 45 even. And so I had a pretty good stack of Neo. And my break even after buying all of that went up from went from seven to about twelve fifty, and so if you listen to my two rule my two rules of trading is one don't invest more you, you want to lose and two have a plan have a goal accept your losses or enjoy your profits when you want to get out and I had a break even I'm sorry I didn't have a break even I had a get out point and that was twenty four dollars if it dropped below because we saw it at 50 bucks and it's just been slowly 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 losing it's kind of like a balloon you know from a birthday party <laughs> everybody's having a great time and you blew up this balloon and then you left it in the corner of your living room and then three days later you see it just slowly deflating and starting to like just kind of hover there like now in the middle of the in the middle of space and just in the middle of the room it used to be stuck to the ceiling but now it's just like kind of hovering there then a couple of days later it's on the floor and then a couple of days later it looks like a raisin and that's what it looks like uh, Neo was doing. It's just kind of like deflating like the party balloon. The party's over and everybody is just waiting for the party to start back up again. And it just never happened. So we saw Neo go from, you know, 50 to 30 to, you know, 29 where it was on the 5th when I woke up. And then, boom, dropped to 1650. And now it's hovering around 22. What I want to say about this is that for the people who sold because they didn't hold it and have faith in Neo. Good job. I want you guys to be comforted. If you had a break even of 12 or 7 or even less, and you didn't want to lose your profits because of this news, or you're uncertain with the future, and you sold it at, say, 40 or 30 or even 20 or even less, good job. Good. You made a decision. And you protected your profits. You weren't the you weren't blind and said, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold, because let me tell you, China's policies can change anything. And the government doesn't care. And people are putting online like, oh, the uh, Neo and the government have good relations. Or Neo is funded by this big company that has good relations. No. No. 
China is going to do what's best for China. They're always going to do what's best for the majority of the people or for China's interests. And if ICOs and, and, and blockchain is not in their interest, then they're, they don't give a shit. If NEO does not have a plan to be part of the China Central Bank, because look what happened with the China Central Bank. They have a system that they're already taking instant payments from WeChat and Alipay. And it's connected straight from your bank to Alipay. And they've been going from bank to Alipay, bank to WeChat. And you're paying for everything at McDonald's or your cab rides or whatever using this system. Now the China Central Bank says you have to go through the China Central Bank. And they don't give a shit about this half a trillion dollar companies, WeChat and in Alibaba together, I have no clue how much they're worth actually together, but I'm going to say, let's just put it out there, half a trillion dollars. And it's probably something like that, those two companies. And they don't care. They're like, you know, we have to go through the central bank and we're going to make this happen. The two companies are like, what? You don't think they, they have good, good relationship with the government? Jack Ma is like a China treasure, but he's going to play ball and he's going to go through the central government. And if Neo is not the blockchain that the central government's going to use or the protocol, then they'll use something else and they don't care. They want this. They want China to grow, to be, you know, the best China it can be. So if somebody saw news coming out of China that says blocking ICOs, banning ICOs, and this can be, and we don't know that the NEO is going to rebound at 1650 and you pull it out and now you're having FOMO, don't have FOMO. Don't have FOFU. Don't have fear of fucking up. You pulled out and now let's reevaluate it. It's at 22. It might still go down. It might still drop. Because the party balloon has been deflating. Just keep waiting it out. Don't worry about it. And yes, we should have maybe sold at 50. My breaking was 12. When it hit 24, I, I, I said, okay, I'm transferring it in and I'm selling out. And I sold my Neo. And do I regret it? Looking at it, yeah. I could have got an extra four bucks or five bucks per Neo when I sold. But I was, be, was going to be damned if I'm going to let that drop below 12 This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And how I'm holding, holding bags of a loss when I was up, you know, when it was, when it was at 50 bucks. And I could have sold at 50 bucks. Everybody else is saying they could have sold at 50 bucks. Don't worry about it. And let's keep this in perspective. When you're looking at these kind of drops, and even if you bought Neo at, at 40, keep holding it. Hold it. It's going to go down. Or you cut your losses. Or buy more and, and, and make your break even go, go, you know, lower. So if you bought at 40 and it's at 20 now, buy the same amount. <laughs> Make that break even 30. Take that risk too. You can do that. Um, again, don't invest more than you want to lose. You know, let's keep everything in perspective. And I know this is going to sound a little bit ex- extreme, but there's a lot of people saying, oh, I wish I did this. And even me, I, I sold my Neo. I wish I-, I wish I held on to it and it bounced back up to 24 and I sold it then. Uh, I sold it at 18. Oh, 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 I am a salty guy, but I still made profit. I still made a, a, a lot of profit, more than I usually do off of a coin, but I'm still pissed, which is totally an unrealistic problem. There's a story, you know, I think it's just, I don't know if it's a urban legend or a wives tale anymore of the multi-billionaire that lost billions of dollars in the stock market. And then he went and he jumped in front of a train and he killed himself. And when he killed himself, he was still a billionaire. And people hear that story is like, why would they do that? It's because they didn't put their life into perspective. He just lost billions of dollars. He failed. He messed up. He lost billions of dollars. But he still had billions of dollars. Now, if you lost thousands of dollars, do you still have thousands of dollars? Did you lose your whole life savings? My brother gave me a call the other day. Just yesterday, we were talking because me and my brother both hold a lot of Neo. And we sold it. My brother sold at 19-something um, because he woke up, luckily, four hours after I, I, I did. And he, he so he saw the bounce back, but he saw that it's, you know, hanging around, you know, 2019. And he's like, you know, I'm out too because his break even actually was lower than mine. Um, and he took his profit. And he's like, oh, man, we could have sold at this and that. The other thing, he's like, but... I just heard from a friend the other day. And remember when we were in Spain and you met that guy? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I remember, you know, because he had a friend from Cleveland and he was actually living in Spain. And he's like, yeah, you remember you met that guy? And I was like, yeah, he's a very nice guy. You know, what happened with him? He's like, you know how he was like trying to stay in Spain and, you know, try to find a company to, to sign a contract so he can get a visa to work there. And he was, he was a good, he was, you know, he was a good guy. He was, he had a pretty decent education and he wanted to be a teacher. So, you know, he had to do some hustling because to hire a foreign teacher in Spain, I mean, they're all educated and, you know, European education is, I think it's still free or very affordable, not compared to the United States. So it's like, why would he get a job over, over a Spanish person? Well, he found something and he was excited and he was stoked and he was, you know, he, everything's working out for him. He fell off some steps and broke his back in two places. And now he's paralyzed. And they say that he might not walk again. 
So we're sitting over here talking about losses of, you know, a couple thousand bucks in a game that we knew we can lose at. I'm complaining about not making an, as much profit as I could. And a friend of ours just fell off some steps, couldn't feel his legs for the past two weeks. And another guy loses a billions of dollars, still a billionaire, and throws himself in, uh, in front of a train. Now, let's, let's think about this. When we're in this situation where we think things are seemingly going tits up, we really got to put things into perspective. We're playing a risky game. And if you made a little bit of profit and you sold and you were an shares buyer and you bought at six or seven or eight or nine and you sold for 17 or 18 and it was up to 50 and you're pissed off, put it into perspective. You made money. Not as much money as you could have. Change your game plan. Think about it in the future. Start selling off when, when it starts going up. Sell off a little bit at a time. You know, manage your risk. Um, I'm going to put a link in this description about uh, trading and risk management. Manage your risk a little better. And if you're losing money, put it in perspective. How much are you losing? Is it everything you have? If it's everything you have, why did you have it in there in the first place? And if it's not everything you have, who cares? Things could be worse and, and everything else could go tits up tomorrow where this doesn't even matter. So let's just not stick into a, get yourself into a, a place where this is the ultimate importance. Now, what to do? So let's just say you made money. You made it make as much money. Let's just say you're losing money. What to do? It's about being proactive. It's about being active with your trade. If you're passive, if you're not proactive, the nature of the beast is going to be to eat you. Yum, 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 yum. You're going to get eaten. But what you have to th- now think is, okay, so let's say you got out with a little profit. You're still in the game. You made money. Take your profit, throw it in your bank account. Take the rest of your money that you had in there. Play some more games. I got out. I went into OMG. OMG was $9.40. Sold it today at $11.40. Overnight, I made two bucks per. Hell yeah. The game's not over. That game you were playing is over. Let's play a new one. So let's look for different opportunities in this game. In these markets, there's other great coins out there. There's other new coins that are coming out. Remember, there was social networks before Facebook. And when Facebook came out, boom, it killed it. Who knows what coin is out there right now, just developing in somebody's bedroom, some idea that in a couple of months is going to come out and be the next Facebook. Right now, we're buying MySpace. Right now, we're buying a Friendster or High Five. You guys probably don't even know high five. And, and Facebook is still in some bedroom being developed. And if, if you're, and if you're at a loss, be proactive. Decide. First, hopefully everybody went in with a goal and with their, you know, break-evens in mind. Don't buy your coins. Okay, this is important. Do not buy coins and not record the dollar amount you bought it at don't look at the bitcoin price don't say i bought it at 0.02 bitcoin and now it's 0.0 i'm sorry it's 0.018 bitcoin because bitcoin price could have went to 5000 and you bought it when bitcoin was was uh 4000 what are you a human calculator you mean you can't do this kind of math uh, you know while you're trying to trade so look at the dollar amount i bought it at five bucks it's now six bucks record it Excel, 
piece of paper, a notepad, a, a post-it note. Who cares? Write it down. The amount of coin you got, the amount you bought it at. And when you're trying to sell it, make sure that you're selling it for more money. You can also be proactive if you're losing money. Now is a time where you have to think about, okay, do I get out with the money that I'm, I, I'm accept, accepting my losses or do I have more money that I can burn? And for me personally, um, I bought into gas at 30 bucks, and gas was at almost an all-time high. I think it went to 32 after I bought in. But Neo was on a, on a, on a you know, crazy streak. It was rocketing past the moon all the way to Mars. And I said, you know what, I'm going to pick up on this gas too. And I shouldn't have bought at the all-time high, but of course I bought Neo when it was all-time high at 7 bucks. And you saw it happen. You never know. So I said, you know what? I'm going to pick this up. It was at $7 yesterday. I was down $30 to 7 bucks. That's $23 per. So what did I do? I bought more. I made my break, break even down to $14 now. And it's trading on 11 now today. Is it going to get to 14 or 15? No. Yes. I don't know. Is it going to go back down to two? Is it going to go up to 200? Who knows? But all I know is if I sat there and waited for it to go back up to 30, I'm going to be perpetually at a loss. But now I have a little more hope that it's going to go to 14. And I can get out at 14 or I can see it go to 14 and wait it out and see where it goes from there. But all I know is as of today, as of right now, I am not losing even half of what I was losing yesterday at the same time because of that proactive action. Now, I know some people don't even have the extra money to put into it or don't want to risk. <laughs> and I, this is what I think about gas. It's an altcoin's altcoin. I mean, how, how much alt, altcoin can you get? <laughs> it's, the, it's like the, it's like, it's like coinception right there. It's an altcoin in an altcoin. You know, you, you have to, you have to pay, be proactive and you have to put things into perspective. And this past week saw lots of gains and yesterday saw lots of losses. But with those losses and with that down market, there's opportunity because what goes down is going to go back up, especially in a market that everybody says is going to go to a trillion dollars. So don't lose hope. No FUD, no FOFU. Keep it, keep it real and be proactive. Take those decisions. They're hard decisions to make. And I'm telling you my stories today because I want you to know that, yes, the guy that's making the podcast, telling you about his two trading rules, telling you about um, GDAX and, and Coinbase and all these other things is also in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. We are all trying to make the best decisions. And with those decisions, we sometimes win, we sometimes lose. And the more decisions that we make, the more experienced we are at making decisions. Don't have just the hold mentality like hold, hold, hold because... I want you to know if you sold because you're worried what China will do, you should be worried and you should still be worried because China is different and they're, they operate differently than other places. And I'm not saying they're, they're bad, that it's like evil communists because if you've been there, they're, they're capitalists. They're, it's a capitalist country. They're just, you know, one party. So that makes them, I guess, communist. It's just different. It's a different way to govern. It's a different way to manage their massive population, their massive growth. 
and their massive economy. And if you are worried because of the news and you're regretting and you have fofu and you're like, man, I shouldn't have sold. I should have just held on to it. Hold, hold, hold. Lambo's on the moon. No, no. You, you made a right choice here. You sold on a, the Chinese government's regulation. And that is not a mess up. You did not make a bad call there. And no matter what anybody says or what the price does at, at this point, especially if you sold and you took profit. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to this week's Rant Commentary. As always, we're on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, and SoundCloud at Crypto101. We are on Twitter at Crypto underscore underscore 101. And you can send me an email at Crypto.101 at Outlook.com. Again, thank you very much for listening to Crypto 101. And if you have any suggestions for episodes, tweet at us, um, send us an email. Uh, If you have any music or anything you want to feature on the show, send it to us. Uh, We'll try our best to put it up there. And I just want to say thank you again very much for listening to us. What we try to do at Crypto 101 is be the average consumer's guide to cryptocurrency. We cover a lot of topics and we will cover a lot of topics from the very um, 101 level. Tell you what it is. Tell you what's going on. We're never going to get into that deep. And we try to use our best analogies to break down very complex topics and make it digestible for us for the most part and for our listeners i I, we really hope that it's 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 helping and that they're interesting and and entertaining to listen to at the same time and like always we end it with this week's music this week is a cover of tools 46 and 2 by o'keefe's music foundation and the thing that's amazing about this song it is done by kids like check out this link check out the video they're like 10 years old 12 years old 14 years old killing this track check it out thanks again crypto 101 matthew Aaron. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.